Hi friends, welcome to the Kansas City MomCast, a place to learn, connect, and grow in a relevant and intentional way. We're your hosts, Sarah and Megan. Join us as we interview experts in the field and hear from local moms just like you. This is a podcast for Kansas City moms by Kansas City moms. We know that your time is precious and we're grateful you've chosen to spend some of it with us. Thank you for being a part of the Kansas City Mom Collective community. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Kansas City MomCast. We have a really interesting topic for you today that's been really fun for us to put together. Today, we're focusing on the people in our communities who don't necessarily have a day dedicated to them where we would show our appreciation, like such as Teacher Appreciation Week, Mother's Day, Boss's Day, you know, all those. We wanted to focus on those people that tend to be more unseen in our lives that deserve our gratitude just as much as the most obvious people. Discussing this topic today with us is our guest, Sharita Neal. Sharita is a part of the Kansas City Mom Collective executive team, and she serves as our community builder. And that includes amongst our team of contributors and also with Kansas City moms like you. She's a mom of five from North Kansas City, and we are so excited to have her on this conversation with us today. And with that, let's get started. Hi, Sharita. Good morning. Hi, guys. How are you? Good morning. We're so oh, happy. Oh, you know, living the life. Girl, <laughs> we, we, we hear you. Thanks so much for sharing some of your day with us to discuss some gratitude. Yeah. Appreciate you being here. Do you have, do you have some people or even things in your life that you feel like aren't as obvious that you feel a lot of gratitude for. That yeah, jumps out? definitely. Um, so it's kind of off the wall, but we like off the wall. My, <laughs> my mom's um, skillet oh, that she yes. gave me is <laughs> a lifesaver. And people are probably going to be like a skillet. Yes, it is a cast iron skillet uh-huh. that has been kind of like passed down in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It is like my second favorite thing in my kitchen other than, you know, the automatic cereal thing because it keeps my kids busy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my skillet is everything. Like I cook everything in there and it's so quick and it's so easy, but it's also sentimental because I can Mm -hmm. teach my girls to cook in it. And I don't know if it's just because my mom gave it to me or what, but it just makes everything taste better. What is my opinion? What's your favorite thing to cook in it? Breakfast potatoes. Oh, hands down. I want those. I'm telling you, you guys, it is so good. Like your house smells good in the morning. And every time I cook it, I just think about my mom and my grandmother teaching mm. me that recipe. That's so cool. Do you, tra- so do you travel just, to cook I don't for know. other it people? It those hands and hands every time. <laughs> Megan uh, would like you to come welcome. to her house. You're welcome. You're well, welcome in my, at my house at any time. <laughs> Anytime. Um, sh- yeah. 
Sure. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So any any other things that kind of pop into your mind of um, you know, people or okay, we've got the skillet, which sounds like a pretty legit. Sounds like a legit. Skillet. It's like the crock pot. Like yes. I am so thankful for my crock pot. Yeah. It's a no sentimental value, but it yes, it greatly improves my life. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yes. Anything like that is a great addition to the typical mom life stuff you have to deal with. So it just makes it a little easier mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But being grateful for the people in my life, yeah. hands down, my parents. Mm-hmm. I know that everybody would say their spouse or their kids or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my parents have stepped up to the plate and have done everything as far as like taking the kids for the weekend or, you know, sending them little trinkets of love (laughs) through like text messages Mm -hmm. or just anything encouraging. Like my parents are amazing and they've done wonders for my marriage, which I know is an odd sentence, but mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. Um, have kept our youngest Layla um, with them quite a bit over the last two or three months, like every weekend for oh the last gosh. two or three months. Okay, and do they take other kids? <laughs> <laughs> Megan's really grateful for the things in your life, too. I was going to say, Megan, would you just like to hop on in my life? Hang out. I'm moving. I'm moving to North Kansas City. I'm getting a regular haul. Oh my gosh! The more the merrier. Come on, girl. Oh my god. Um, but they have just helped out because, like, you know, during the pandemic, everybody was just kind of like antsy, and Mm -hmm. it was making you know your marriage really be tested. And Mm -hmm. even though I feel like our marriage has had a great foundation, always has, but. They have really enhanced that by keeping Layla so we can almost like, I don't know, have more date nights and getting to know each other again on a different level because you go through phases through marriage and through life. And my parents have been instrumental in that, you know, part of getting us back on track, I guess. I think that's that's so true. Like true of babysitters, too. And for me, because... Um, we don't have family in town. My parents are two hours away and they are very grateful for all, you know, usually it's more like an overnight or a trip that they're taking our kids for. Mm-hmm. Um, but finding like a good babysitter, yes. I feel like I come home from my date nights and I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You don't even realize <laughs> like, know. I'll give you $10 more. You know, like I just, yep. They don't like some, you know, they're teenagers or they're in college and they don't realize like the gift they're giving to parents just by being available and being a good sitter. Like you come home to a clean house and your kids are happy and it is such a gift. And just to not have to worry. And you don't have to worry. Yes. There you go. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like just having that security that you know that that part is taken care of and you can focus on whatever you need in that moment Mm -hmm. like that is priceless to me yes oh my gosh that's so true so 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 true okay should we hear from our team yeah let's hear from our team Sharita, thank you so much for sharing yours we polled um our kansas city mom collective contributors and we're going to hear from some of them we've got i think five five or six we're yeah. gonna hear from all right we're gonna hear from them 
Hi, I wanted to thank the people who work at our local UPS and FedEx stores and our post offices. You know, I imagine they encounter a lot of grumpy and maybe frustrated people. And so often um, they just stay upbeat and friendly and so helpful. Uh, Where I work, we have a mailbox at a local UPS store. And over the last several months, I've gotten to know the women who work there and their kindness and just their customer service has been top-notch. And I just wanted to thank them. Their store is located at 159th and Merlin in Olathe. Thanks, bye. Hello, my name is Julie, and I would just like to take a minute to recognize all of our local public works employees. We are getting ready to get into winter, which likely means snow for us here. And I've been spending time with some of our drivers over the past couple weeks and what they do to prepare and then during snow season is nothing short of incredible. It's long hours, high stress, and they are out there making sure the roads are clear before any of us get up in the middle of the night. And then they keep on working throughout the day. Um, Also, we can make it to school, make it to work, make it wherever we need to go. And it just really is often a thankless job. And I wanted to take a minute to thank them Um, And as we get ahead of snow season where it could or could not be busy, but with our luck, it probably will be. So thank you to all the Public Works plow drivers. We really appreciate your hard work. Those are so good. So, so, so good. Um, Snow removal, people, irreplaceable. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Irreplaceable. Um, and those people work all night or like construction workers, like the person who is holding that stop sign or the slow sign that has to stand out in the middle of the road. Yep. Oh my God. So that you're safe. Imagine during that winter. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. Or in the summer too. You know, those people are out there. Oh yeah. Well, and I just think how many times, and I hate to admit this, but like here Mm -hmm, I am, mm -hmm, like I'm annoyed mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. behind a snowplow or I'm annoyed Mm -hmm. that I have to stop for construction. Yep. Mm-hmm. But like those people are keeping us safe. And so it's kind of a reorienting of your mind of like, mm-hmm. these people are here to keep me safe. I could yes. sit here and be annoyed or I could just appreciate. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think about like the people in retail because my husband does retail management. Mm-hmm. And it has been such an eye opener to see, mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic, how people are having to work so much harder because there are not a lot of people um, in the workforce right now for some reason or not. And so you have the people that are in the stores and they are working 10 times harder. Like right Mm -hmm. now, my husband is only supposed to be managing two stores when he is managing four because there is not enough people. Mm -hmm. And so it just makes you really appreciate the people that you do have working and that you see are out in the workforce (laughs) and being productive. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're just like, how is this even possible for you to work as hard as you do? And then nobody else is coming to work. I just, I don't, you know, people are staying longer or working double shifts. Yes. Yes. It just makes you appreciate retail so much more, especially in a different light. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I feel like, you know, these are people that, 
already work hard and now it's like they're working yeah. twice as hard and overtime a lot of times. And often yeah. without benefits or without benefits. control over their schedule. And I feel like it is yeah. convicting that it took us a pandemic mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. these people. And I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. to see them in a way of like they really contribute to my ability to shop at the grocery store and pick yes. out the food I need for my family. Keeping the shelf yes. stocked. Or me wanting yes. to unwind at Starbucks. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. my drink now might take half an hour to get to me, but like, <laughs> but that's my privilege of being able to do that. Yeah. Are you, are you directing yeah. that comment at anyone in particular? I do a lot of complaining to Sarah about <laughs> a particular Starbucks. One particular Starbucks. There's one Starbucks, you guys. <laughs> It's just rough. It's rough. But that was a pre-pandemic complaint. (laughs) Thank you. That's been going on for eons. I was going to say, that's interesting how long that's You can private message Megan to find out that location. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I still support it. I just plan on being there for an hour and a half. It's all good. And I go there without kids. And it's the same get story if you walk in. You get so. your coffee. <laughs> so yeah, like, I need. I know I need a coffee to be in the second line. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, should we hear from some more people here? Yeah. Let's. Okay. Hi, Megan and Sarah. My name is Lauren, and I live in Overland Park with my husband and my two kids. Um, and we have a third on the way, due in March. Um, I just got back from our anatomy scan. Um, at the Imaging Center, and I wanted to um, drop a note to say that my unsung hero is um, ultrasound techs. Um, I think that they can make such a huge difference in how much anxiety uh, the mom feels um, about the health of her baby or even if she's nervous about um, finding out the sex of the baby. Um, And this time I got a really, really great ultrasound tech who told me everything that was happening every step of the way she would say okay now I'm measuring the baby's brain Um, right now I'm taking a picture of the baby's spine and I just felt so grateful to her because um, that really eased my anxiety because you know those images are kind of hard to decipher and so it's hard to tell if it looks normal or not and so I just really appreciated her um, taking the extra time and care to verbally help me process um, what I was seeing And I'm sure that their jobs are kind of difficult sometimes because it's not always good news. Um, I just, I have had a lot of really good and empathetic ultrasound techs in my life. And I just really appreciate them. I think that they're definitely an unsung hero. Um, So thanks for listening um, and can't wait to listen more to the podcast. Thank you. I'm really grateful for crossing guards. I actually had the same crossing guard kindergarten through sixth grade. And she greeted me every day, called me by name with a smile. She was a constant, a part of my everyday school experience, and I loved it. I remember a couple of years ago, it was a snowy morning, a thick, wet, heavy snow, and school hadn't been called off, traffic was terrible, and I was in the drop-off line with my son. I noticed across the street from the school, there was a crossing guard, an elderly woman, And she had a shovel with her and was shoveling the sidewalk as far down as she could get to in between helping kids cross the street. And I just remembered thinking there was this level of service and dedication that was just incredible. Crossing guards are out there in the worst of weather conditions, 
helping our kids get safely to where they need to be, and oftentimes doing it with a smile and building these relationships so that the kids have a friendly face, a familiar face, and a welcoming and safe environment. And I just think that's incredible. I'm grateful for the big kids in our community. Every time that I take my toddler to a playground, I have to size up the big kids that are already playing on the playground and think, okay, are you going to totally ignore my kid, which is fine, or invite him to play with you, which is amazing because he looks up to you so much, or are you gonna be kind of a little jerk to him? And it's amazing. The little jerks are like 2% of the population. And the rest of the time, kids are either involving my child, passing him the ball, asking him what his name is, helping him find his little lost toys. It's just so great. And I know that's because they have great moms too. So thanks big kids and thanks to the moms of big kids too. Okay, those were awesome too. Ultrasound techs, that's so good. Crossing guards, amazing. Um, It makes me think about, we have two crossing guards at my daughter's school. And I just, every time I see them, my mind is blown that they just choose to be out there twice a day for that time period. (laughs) And they're usually like older people. Oh, 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 Mr. Keith is, I mean, he's probably, he's got to be 80. Like, I mean, legit. Wow. And you know, they're dealing with road raging people. They're dealing with kids. I don't know. I just think they're rain, a- snow. I mean, yes. Yep. They're like, a, yeah. they're like a whole other level. And I think there's so many people, especially surrounding school or, you know, that are in our kids' schools that are not acknowledged as much. I think about the food service workers yes. who not only is that a thankless job, but now they're not even getting like basically the inventory they need to put the food on the menu so i'll hear moms at school pick up talking about like their kid has the last lunch session of the day and so yeah the -hmm. thing that was on the menu you know the chicken nuggets they run out they're no longer and so yeah the last kids get you know random cinnamon rolls and (laughs) sounds good to me and some potatoes and yeah yeah (laughs) but i mean they're probably getting the you know, flack for that, but oh, it's yeah. totally out of their control and yeah. there aren't even enough of them to do the job. So, yeah. And I think like janitors in the schools or anybody who's been cleaning, not just the schools, but cleaning everywhere. I mean, I feel like everywhere mm-hmm. I, I go, I see people wiping down tables. It's just that extra effort to keep things cleaner and more sanitary and safer and germ free. Well, um, and somebody yeah. goes in after those COVID patients in the hospital. Yep. And cleans that room. Yep. Oh my gosh. And just people that like we just I know just like people that we just don't think about as often. Yeah. Because I think we just it's amazing how comfortable I'll speak for myself, how comfortable I get with just the way things are. And it's very easy for me to forget that it would not be this way if it weren't for all these people doing their job. I mean just doing their job. Tell my kids all the time now to make sure they go out of their way mm-hmm. to thank their teachers yep. and the cafeteria uh, food service workers yep. at their school because the amount of pressure that they are under, mm-hmm. our kids, even us, we would not understand mm-hmm. if we were not living this with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
I just tell them, hey, just be, you know, extra respectful and yes. extra thankful because that is a lot to deal with. And I think I think that's such a good point. And I think just having, you know, um, pot calling the kettle black here, having more patience when it comes to customer <laughs> service right now mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. through a drive through line or waiting for your food at a restaurant. And I feel like I'm finding myself just asking rather than rather than being annoyed. And sometimes I am annoyed because I'm a human, um, but just wondering like, mm-hmm. huh, I wonder why this is taking so long today. Not in like in a negative way, but just like, I wonder if it's because they are short staffed by 50%. Like there's probably yeah. a reason. I don't know. And I'm like, and any annoyance I would have would just add more stress to the person's day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And gratitude goes a long way. And it does. people don't realize that kindness is truly the key. And that's mm-hmm. what I tell my kids every day. That is our mantra mm-hmm. that kindness is the key for them to understand that that applies and not just being kind to people, but just in a lot of situations, you can apply that. Yeah. And I think just, a little bit of that goes a long way for everybody. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think another thing that I've been thinking about a lot is just the services that a lot of organizations and institutions provide for our community because, you know, we do have more people in need of all sorts of Mm -hmm. services. Um, And the library is something that I feel like we've leaned on a lot just for entertainment purposes, yeah. mm-hmm. but there's so much more that happens mm-hmm. at the library, you know, like internet access for free and oh yeah, working on a resume, tutoring, like all those things are services mm-hmm. that libraries, you know, we, the public library in Kansas City is doing vaccine clinics, yeah. you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're providing all these services beyond like books on a shelf. And I think like yeah. with libraries too, we, I know we definitely used this last spring when we were literally not going anywhere. Um, they, the librarians, you know, would put the story times online mm-hmm. and like, and for a lot of them, that was probably, I mean, well, I know for a fact, I mean, that's probably the first time they've ever done story time online. Yeah. Um, and just kind of learning how that works yeah. and making things more accessible for people. And I think that's so true with so many different local places is as they've had to adjust, they've been doing so much extra work to figure out how to still be accessible to people. Um, like Wonderscope, they did like, didn't they do a drive through? Like you could come pick up like crafts. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. There's several places that have done that. You that know, the like, okay, or... you can't come here, but you can drive through and pick this up or whatever. Yeah. Obviously they're open now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just all the extra thought that has gone into things. Yeah. I think is... there's so many people like I recently had an opportunity through a program I'm involved with to um, visit a lot of neighborhoods around the metro and just seeing the people that are giving their time, but like their careers, mm-hmm. often unpaid, mm-hmm. to just building up our neighborhoods, no matter where those are in the metro. Mm-hmm. But, you know, investing in the arts, mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, everyone is taken care of and all their needs are met and building that community. And it's something that happens that I think we don't, you know, so many people just drive into their neighborhood, drive into their garage and shut the door. Yeah. And we forget like that, especially in the last two years, which have been filled with, I think, loneliness and Mm -hmm. just isolation, like the people that work to create community, kind of like you, Sharita, within our group. I know. Um, So important. (laughs) But the people whose gift is loving and building up others, yeah, um, whether it's in a formal way or Mm -hmm. just because they're good at it. um, Yeah. 
I think I have so much gratitude for those people that have a heart for building community and And just like noticing things. I feel like, you know, gratitude. And I'll be honest, like, I feel like there's like, you know, you hear like toxic positivity. I think there's like toxic gratuity. Is that a word? (laughs) I just coined a new phrase today. But, you know, I think there's like like, all the signs are like grateful, thankful, blessed, like all this stuff, like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. And like the, like the gratitude journals, I think there's, and there's a lot of science behind gratitude. And Sharita, don't you have a practice of writing down what you're grateful for? Absolutely. I finished it after I do a um, study in a book that I love. Okay. Um, Okay. And I write out a um, thought and then a thing that I am grateful for of what I just read. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting. And I, you know, I think that that type of practice is helpful for people, whether they write it down or not, but I feel like it just, it trains your brain to look for the things to be thankful for. Oh, yeah. And that, and I think we can do that with our kids too, you know, and instead oh, of yeah. us just noticing it, like with our eyes and our brain, like verbalizing it, like, wow, look how, you know, you notice that guy. Well, over there I've had my teenagers, trash, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I've had my teenagers volunteering, um, at a place within our community that serves um, underprivileged families mm-hmm. with food and clothing. And they didn't understand why I had them doing that, but yeah. I just wanted them to be able to humble themselves and be thankful yeah. for what my husband and I provide for them. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not always um, a place of, I want you to live on the top with the, looking down at people. I want you to understand that, the dedication that we give you mm-hmm. in our family is because of hard work. But these people have had situations and all you need to do is just extend a hand mm-hmm. and you are making a turning point in their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to show humbleness and gratitude, not just to ourselves as adults, yeah, but to our children so they can pass that on because a little bit of that, once again, you sprinkle it and it just expands. It, it yeah. just grows. And that's, that's the mission. <laughs> yeah. And I think that starts with, I mean, I think volunteering and all that stuff, but it starts with being polite to service workers and yes. having extra patience and your kids yes. watch Observing that and it. watch how you treat people mm-hmm. yep. who are doing something for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Great conversation. Perfect going into Thanksgiving. I know. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Sharita. It's like we planned it. It's like we planned this out. It's like we planned <laughs> it in advance. <laughs> Sharita, thank you so much for thank you so much for your time today and for sharing just your life and your thoughts on gratitude and and everything. We're grateful for you. Oh, well, thank you, ladies. I'm grateful for you guys and for all of the podcast community. Love you all. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Sharita. All right. Thank you. That was such a great reminder. Um, I think everything in that conversation is just something we can take, especially into a stressful holiday season. Totally. Um, So switching gears a little bit, one of the things that 
we're grateful for is this community, this mm-hmm. podcast community, our larger Kansas City Mom Collective community. We recently had a meetup at mm-hmm. Parlor and the Crossroads mm-hmm. and got to meet a few of our listeners. And it was just so fun to see people so be brave. Yes. And come to a meetup <laughs> where they didn't know everyone and uh-huh. just, you know, invest in, invest their time vulnerability into mm-hmm. just being there and it was just it's just so it was great fun yeah it was so fun um so another you know opportunity we had recently was mommy's night out which is um our mom's night out in october at boulevard mm-hmm. um we hope to do it again in future years but we wanted you to hear from one of our guests at that event um about her experience just because it was just so great and we felt like everyone needs to should hear just it. hear it yeah so here we go I wanted to go to Mommy's Night Out. Um, I had seen it advertised. I was really looking forward to just having, you know, the night off of bedtime. And I thought it looked really fun. I had seen the Instagram reels and the Facebook advertisements. And I was like, okay, I want to go to this. Let me see if I can get some of my friends together. Um, So I messaged about four different friend groups. My neighbors... Uh, my girlfriends here in Kansas City, um, some gals from church, some Building Better Moms. I emailed people. I messaged on Instagram. I could not find a soul to come with me. And I still really wanted to go. So I bought a ticket. I wanted the pink dinosaur sweatshirt. I wanted to see, I hadn't ever been to Kendra Scott before. I wanted to see what the color bar was like. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to go. And being the Enneagram six that I am, I, uh, you know, I was like, worst case scenario, I will leave right away. If it's horrible, I'll leave. I didn't actually think it was going to be horrible. I just thought it was a little scary. So, um, so I just buy the ticket and go. And I get there right on time, right when it starts, like at, or right when check-in is at 5.45. And I just start looking around and talking with the vendors. And I really liked that. I was just finding out information about local Kansas City people. And um, I didn't even notice that I was alone for the first like 30 to 35 minutes because I was talking with everyone and kind of shopping around and bought a sweater and some earrings. And then the snacks come out and it's like 6.35 or something like that. And I was hungry, so I just go get in line and get a snack. And I look around, I have my Boulevard beer and my little snack, and I realize there are the only chair that's left is a chair without any table in front of it. So I just go, oh, I was really uncomfortable. All the tables were full of gals with their friends. (laughs) So I go sit in this one spot where there's no table in front of it. And I have that like sick stomach feeling, the feeling of like the cafeteria when you're new in the cafeteria and there's no place to go. And I sit down and I'm only there for like 10 seconds or less. And a woman comes over, a mom comes over and she's like, hey, there's a spot for you over at my table. And while it was happening, I was like, what? This is amazing. So I go and sit down and I look at the, there's two other ladies there, um, but they were there together. And I said to this lady, I said, are you here with friends? She's like, no, I'm here by myself. And I said, what, her name is Lisa. I said, um, like, what made you come over and 
ask me, invite me to your table. And she said, you needed a place for your plate. Very simple, very matter of fact, not selfishly motivated. She just saw that I had a need and invited me over. And it's like, we had the best time. We laughed and like found so many things that we have in common. We talked about just so many cool things. It was like, oh, I have a new friend. Like she was so kind. And as it was happening, I was like, this is something special. I was like, there's something that I can take away from this. Like I want to be a mom who invites other moms to the table. And I'm just, it just was such a cool experience. It really got me thinking about ways to to help moms and to invite them in, um, to be someone who sees someone else's needs and, you know, makes the world less lonely for them. And that's part of why I love Kansas City Moms Collective. I just feel like there's so many moms like that in this community. I just love that so much. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for this community and that, um, you know, especially over the last 18 months to see our community build and wrap our arms around people, you know, whether it's online, providing resources and support or in person. Like, that's such a great story. Such a great story. Such a great story. So thank you for all being you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Okay. We're going to do our What We're Loving in Kansas City segment right now. Sarah, you want to go first? Yes. Okay. Um, what are you loving? So I am loving, if you go to Crown Center on the plaza, there are vending machines for giving. And mm. so there are about four or five organizations that these benefit. And the gifts that you can buy are between $5 and $300, I believe. Okay. Um, Operation Breakthrough, which is one of our favorite mm-hmm. um, charities to support. You just swipe your card and you give a gift to those organizations. So that's cool. Those are on the Crown Center Plaza. Um, definitely check them out. It's such a unique idea. That's and fun. It'd be fun to have kids do too. Makes it easy. Let your kids swipe your card. Yeah. That's so really those fun. are those are there ready for you. That's really cool. Um, okay. So what I'm loving in Kansas City and is also a gratefulness statement as well is um, just our local grocery stores who are and local um, restaurants as well that are putting together Thanksgiving meals that we can pick up and we don't have to cook and we can just enjoy the wonderful food they made without any major cleanup. Um, I'm just grateful to people that are making meals for us that they are not eating. Like that's amazing. And we just decided, my mom and I decided last year that we are, we're done cooking. We're just going to, you know, support local stores, give them, give them our money and eat the, eat the food without (laughs) having to put in any of the effort. So I'm very grateful to those people for that. So, all right, friends. So our next episode coming up, um, I think you're going to love, I think you'll love all of our episodes, but next one is um, kind of a fun one. We are going to be talking about holiday hacks and ways to make our lives easier during the holiday season and also some local Kansas city shopping um, and highlighting some local places. So, um, We hope you enjoyed today as much as we did, and we will see you next time on Kansas City MomCast. Bye. Bye. Thank you again for spending part of your day with us. 
We would love for you to share this podcast with other Kansas City moms, as well as rate and review, as this helps others find us. We would also love to hear from you, whether it's to share what you loved about today's episode, an idea for a future topic, or just to tell us how you're doing. We are here for you. You can email us anytime at kcncpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time on another episode of Kansas City Momcast.